Hey, Adam. Yes. We lost one of the Giants, one of the greats we, last week. We did, and it's it's a sad week, and it's a sad time for all musicians, I think, who uh, loved the amazing Wayne Shorter, but yeah. we're going to honor his life and his music today. We're going to celebrate the rich musical tapestry and legacy that he has left us. Let's do it. I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music advice coming at you. And um, yeah, this is a, it's always a, it's it's like a, a pensive time when we lose uh, one of the greats of this, of, of our music. And it's easy to be at a loss for words, as you might be able to tell I already am in a yeah. way. Because I think about Wayne Shorter and, you know, the legacy of music that he created and all the different ways that I interface with it over the years from when I first was listening to jazz, which, you know, I was so honored and blessed for Wayne Shorter's beautiful sound, his compositions, his saxophone, to be some of the earliest things I heard really yeah. by way of Herbie Hancock because yeah. I was interested in Herbie. And Miles that, for me. And Miles, yeah. yeah. And so that led us to Wayne. But I think about you, you know, I, I I guess it's just gratitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gratitude that somebody like him existed, that that music came out. And I almost look at it as separate from um, the individual. And I think that that's the way that maybe Wayne was looking at it and would look at it in terms of like he had this gift that he gave and shared. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think because we see him as really one of our greatest composers as well incredible saxophonist you know amazing instrumentalist amazing human Just, presence yeah, within one the, the music one of the great people of the last yeah. <laughs> hundred years yeah i mean it's really all intertwined right yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 so intertwined but really a um I, you can't even say father figure grandfather figure um just you know, both a parent and a child of the music at the same time because he stayed so active, so exploratory. Yeah. Um, but I think because of his compositions, when we talk about great jazz composers, and, you know, you can debate whatever, but once you get into that upper legion, you talk about your Thelonious Monk, your Herbie Hancocks, your um, Duke Ellingtons, yeah. your Wayne Shorters. I mean, that's a small group, and you could add, you know, Billy Strayhorn, but there's something that they have in common with each other in that they wrote truly jazz standards that's true right things that helped us and, and all musicians and continue and will continue to help musicians be able to play better to learn this music to be able to be connected with each other through the music so i think ultimately that is one of the greatest gifts that he gave us are these living compositions oh so many gifts so many yeah. gifts. i mean as a teacher and i don't think he ever you know uh, taught, you know, a, obviously like an online Skype lessons, YouTube video <laughs> or anything like that, but just as a presence yes, and, and to hear him play and to hear him talk about his process and, and, and what he wants to do. And, you know, after he passed the day he passed, so many people were telling stories of their interactions with him. One of my, my favorites that I saw was from friend of the show, Emmett Cohen, mm. who said after, uh, I think it was when Emmett was in the monk competition and Wayne was one of the judges. And Wayne told them, you need to go watch a bunch of films. <laughs> you know, you sound good, but you need to go watch a bunch of movies, which right. I thought was unbelievable advice. Yeah. That you would think like, oh, you should work on this stride thing or whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But like <laughs> to say like you need to round out your artistic, you yeah. know, vision with some of this other medium. Right. You know, I think is it sums up to me Wayne's entire vibe that it's not it doesn't stop at the bandstand. 
It doesn't stop at the horn. Yeah. It doesn't stop on the page. It doesn't stop in the recording studio. Yeah. It doesn't stop with the genre. It doesn't exist. None of this stuff. It's there's no separation between. I mean, and Wayne was a Buddhist, and like that idea of no separation is is a principle yep. in, in Buddhism. And so, I you know it, it was how he existed. And so I thought today, man, you know, there's this one video that is actually on Herbie Hancock's YouTube channel mm. of the Miles Davis Quintet playing live in Sweden, October 31st, 1967, playing probably Wayne's most famous composition. It's become a jam session standard, Footprints. Yep. And I thought we would Often listen. Often played incorrectly, but that's for another well, video. Well, you, <laughs> you have a great video on how to stop effing up footprints, which everybody should go check out. Actually, Caleb, link to Peter's video on footprints because it's brilliant. And maybe we could talk about that a little bit. Well, no, yeah, this is going to be great. And I love that you picked this out. I was just thinking, too, you just mentioned something kind of otherworldly. And I realized that, like, um, Wayne Shorter always, like, the few, the couple of interactions that I had with him, well, many interactions, just, but the few kind of physically, in physical proximity to him, which I cherish. Um, were so like he he operated like at this other place, yeah. You know, even above like I mean, and, and I don't want to speak for Herbie Hancock or anything, but I have heard him talk about this, like and Miles and Ron Carter and stuff. I think Wayne was in a place certainly musically right with them, and that's his that's his crew, that's his tribe, you know. Um, but also you know his other bands i mean his latest you know groups that he had with Terry Lynn Carrington and yeah. Esperanza Spaulding and the opera that he wrote but well, also the longtime quartet the quartet is one of the great bands of the last 20 years exactly yeah. exactly with and i think it maybe even goes beyond 20 years i it's with at least Brian Blade John yeah. Patitucci Danilo Perez amazing I mean, yeah and i got a chance to hear them quite a bit early and some in the middle and even yeah. some relatively recently yeah. but he operated at such a different place and i remember being in the elevator with him once uh, in France, and like, is it, like he's he's at the same time probably the most intimidating musician that I've been around, and the least. Yeah. And let me just try to explain that a little bit. In that, like, he is so accessible a, as a human. I don't, and I, I don't even know. Like, it's so far above me what that even means. Yeah. But it's a feeling that you get. Like, he's so welcoming, but at the same time, like, he's operating in a different place. And I remember, I was just like, I want to say something to him. But I just kind of was enjoying being in the elevator with them. Yeah. So I didn't want to be like, wait, what are the changes on? Well, how did you actually write? No, don't do that. <laughs> don't know? do that. Yeah. So I knew that wasn't the well, he move. Just, he vibrates on a higher level. He, like, no, but, he, but I remember I said, like, I was just like such an idiot. I'm just like, wow, we're going up to the we're floor. Going up. We're going up on the elevator. Like, we sure are. And no, but but Wayne was like, he said something was like. We're going up. Yeah, I was Come like, well, going up, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the great geniuses of the 20th century. <laughs> yeah. But Wayne oh. just had this very like welcoming. He wasn't just yeah. like, oh, shut up, little dude. Well, it's, it's interesting. Said, wait, can I tell you what he said first? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's. <laughs> He said, um, "I thought that's what he said." He was very humorous too, so I think it's okay that we're infusing some humor. He was a very humorous person, but he said, um, "Yes, we're." He said, "I can't remember the exact words, but it was like, yes, we're always trying to elevate." Oh man! But it was like so above me. I was like, "Whoa!" Just mind blown, you know. And but that's kind of the way he was. He would say, you know, he would talk, I guess, in parables a lot of times and, and different things, but. He had this very specific thing. The other time that, that I was able to talk with him a little bit was in an airport, always transporting somewhere, I guess. And I came over, and he was just kind of standing, waiting to check in, sort of. And there were some other musicians around, but I was like, man, this is Wayne Short. I got to go. And so I was like, hey, Mr. Shorter, good to see you. And he was super nice. And he had this um, big uh, leather 
kind of black case, which you would know as a, as an orchestrator and composer yourself, uh, uh, that had scores in it. Yeah. And he was holding it. And you know, Wayne was was not a, a tall gentleman. He was about my height, as as it was. And um, he's kind of sitting there with this thing that's almost as long as he is tall, but sideways, like holding it. And then he had like his saxophone, just looking, just happy and content. And I said, "Oh, you have your scores there." And he said, "Yeah." And he's and he said, "You know, I always keep them right with me." always keeping my music right with me but they were doing a tour with the quartet playing some orchestra gigs in europe yeah. and he was always he didn't want to like have anybody else carry those he just but i was just thinking i was like wow okay so he's written this amazing music and he's holding it and his saxophone i was like that's the whole package that's like seeing you know like like this great soccer player with like a soccer ball as yeah they travel around just people and some shin guards people in a in a crummy airport lounge <laughs> just sitting around like you know this potential in a box next to them it's right. incredible well i'm before we, we play this, I'm, I'm glad to hear you talking about his openness, right, and his, his ability to sort of uh, be an open person. Because the other quote that I, 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 I uh, read was Esperanza Spaulding <clears throat> saying, uh, her and Wayne having a conversation, and Wayne said something to the effect of, uh, you know, when you go on stage, you have to forget all of your Grammys. Which mm. is only a conversation that Wayne and Esperanza <laughs> right. probably have. I'd be like, no problem. <laughs> yeah. When you go on stage, you have to forget all your, all your Grammys. Just be out there in your pajamas telling a story. Your pajamas. <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like what he's saying there is you have to not be, you know, not put on your Grammy. I'm an expert. I'm, yeah. the, I'm the one here, you know, preaching down from the heavens at you. But here's me at my, here's me dre dressed in the most, you know, intimate uh, piece of clothing I own, my pajamas, literally what I sleep in, right. I'm most vulnerable in, mm. and I'm going to tell you a story here and we're, you know, you're going to be able to come in to this world. It's, uh, it's, a, it's really, it's a lesson. The yes. whole, his whole life was a lesson, I think, for lesson all Lesson received, yeah. Mr. Shorter. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so let's check this out because, you know, we were looking for different YouTube videos that we could share and we were maybe going to do a bunch of them. Oh, there's so many to choose from. There's too many to choose from, but as soon as we started playing this, I thought, man, this to me captures what Wayne brought to the music because jazz was different before and after Wayne Shorter and this is the vibe that he brought. This is, again, Miles Davis quintet. So it's Miles, Wayne on tenor saxophone, mm. uh, Ron Carter, friend of the show, on the bass, yes. uh, Tony Williams on the drums and some uh, upstart Herbert uh, Hancock, you know, <laughs> you heard this guy? We should search for Herbie at some He's point. Searching for Herbie. <clears throat> so this is uh, Footprints yeah. from Sorry, can we do commentary on this? Are we Absolutely, okay? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. That's what we're so, here for, man. I love, <clears throat> because the camera has so far only been on Miles and Wayne, and we just we should just say here, if my math is correct, Wayne Shorter would be 33 or 34 <laughs> years old. Sure. At this, you said 67, right? Yep. Born in 1933. Yep. So just think about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but Tony Williams is playing this incredible, like very, like, 
crazy fills. Everything that everybody's playing is incredible. Yeah, but look at the just Miles and Wayne are like locked in yep. on what they're doing. I mean, they're not phased at all. I'm over here, fifty-seven years later or whatever. It's like, ah! yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're just like so focused. So I think you know, so many lessons for 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 us. Um, always with these kinds of things, but like just to remember the level of concentration and fastidiousness um, and, and just professionalism and just execution that this band had. A lot of times, you know, people are like, oh, this is the classic quintet. They're playing modes. That's why there's, and obviously they are, you know, all that kind of stuff is happening. But I think also the way that they would surprise each other but stay locked in on what they're doing, it's, lots to learn there. It's in the moment. Everything right. is in the moment. And just briefly on the composition itself, you know, like I said, Footprints is now a jam session standard. You probably know it. But if you don't, it's really essentially a blues. It, it is, is an elevated, yeah. speaking of elevated, it's yeah. an elevated blues, C minor, then the four chord, yep. then back to C minor, and then that bridge, which we can talk about a little bit later. But yep. let's keep going here. Expecting to see this huge drum set for Tony after you've heard that, you see he's got this little jazz shit. Here's the four chord. Back to the one. The root stays the same. Turn around. So it's just 12 bars.
it's a spiritual practice. You know, it's, there's no there's no separation between that part of his life and and this part. It's I just want to stop real quick, yeah. just briefly, before Herbie, Herbie gets too far into it, because to me, this entire performance is like, again, it's a lesson in what can happen when you allow things to happen. Yeah. Right? When you're really not trying to play to impress, right. you're, 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 your goal is to be present and aware with what's happening in the moment. And then this amazing, like that little, the end of Wayne's solo, solo the last, I don't know, minute and a half, where yeah. he went way down and he was just letting things stream out. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. We wouldn't have that moment without his gift of being able to be present in the moment. Yeah. It's killing. It's stunning. It is. It's stunning. And it sets this up too. Yeah, and it's not just like him. this doesn't happen without that. It's all five of them. Yeah. <clears throat> could play whatever he wanted what is he choosing to do oh nothing stroll
can't get a camera on the base? What's up? Herbie had the, knew he had the, he could feel Miles coming back. Yeah, they always get to his thing, you know. <laughs> Comments. Yeah. Put what I microphone that is. It looks like a Norman. Yeah. Could be wrong. Ah. Uh, come on. Wow. Well, Amazing. that was incredible. Incredible. incredible thank you for pulling that that's i've never seen that before i mean i've i've seen them playing different versions some videos with that band from around that time at least two other maybe footprints mm -hmm. but i don't think i've seen if i haven't it's been a while and it's, it's unbelievable it's a revelation it? every it's time a revelation it's so inspiring to yeah. hear all five of them you know like i said really commit to what's happening yeah. on stage without it seems like without much of an agenda. Well, I actually, I think I, when Miles went to the side of the stage during Wayne's solo, I think he was on TikTok. I'm not sure. Yeah. He was scrolling yeah, on right. his phone. He was, <laughs> he was recording for social. <laughs> no, but you know, when we talked to, we've been so fortunate to talk to Ron Carter several times about specifically this band. Yeah. And he said there was no agenda. They didn't talk about it yeah. at all. And they would just, you know, drive to the gig, show up, <laughs> play the gig. And that right. was it. And Miles would start these tunes. And Yeah. And I think, you know, I was... As I was listening to Wayne there, I I was thinking about John Coltrane. So like, you, it, it, and I don't mean to be overly simplistic about this, but in terms of the lineage of saxophone, and I'm, I'm there's going to be some glaring omissions here. But you talk about Charlie Parker, sure. You talk, I mean, really, you talk about Sidney Bechet, sure. You talk about Charlie Parker, John Coltrane, Wayne Shorter, um, like that is sort of an unbroken link and. A kind of power specifically on the saxophone we were talking about him as a composer yep. and just as a visionary as a human within the music but i think in terms of like the saxophone because this was recorded in 67 it was probably shortly after because john coltrane died in 67 and so this was october I, I this was probably after coltrane was gone um but like that and, and i know that wayne and coltrane in in, in many ways were contemporaries but in terms yeah. of like their impact on the music, and then you talk about your Branford Marsalis, your Michael Breckers, your Joshua Redmonds, your Chris Potter, all these great saxophone players. I mean, Wayne Shorter and John Coltrane, like just those yeah. and what they did to the music and to that instrument. John Coltrane died in July of 67. In July. Yeah. yeah. So that's just a few months before this. Um, but I mean, Wayne is the one who like, I don't even want to say, it took the baton. They were, they were running with the baton together. Yeah. Coltrane's a little older for sure. He's a little, yeah. You know, on the scene a little, little before him. Right. But I mean, that's like, I mean, it doesn't, that's like the, the Herbie Hancock and Shikaria. That's like the, the, you know, the, yep. the Miles and Freddie Hubbard, you know, Absolutely. It's, it's, it's just, it's a very impactful thing, you know? It is. I mean, to me, what I'll, I'll take away is that sense of, I mean, Sean Jones said it in the video you guys made, which is mostly about Herbie, but of course, <laughs> Wayne and Herbie were linked, yeah. um, which is, you know, that, that sense of imagination of yeah. exploration and to be able to explore, you really have to drop expectations of what's going to happen if you want to be honest as you're exploring you yeah because if you're if you have the expectations then you're just searching for some kind of goal right right and that's not exploration 
really, that's just you're looking for your car keys. Well, searching for Herbie. That's exploring. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But <laughs> if, you, if you can drop you know, expectations, if you can drop what you think you should be doing and let it happen, so many moments on there would not have happened if there was like a bunch of I should be doing this right. involved. You know? I love this. One of the articles um, had a title. I think this was the New York Times. Well, not the obit, but an article about his impact. Wayne Shorter a jazz hero whose goal was to fear nothing. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, um, and I mean, you know, for, for me, the way I approach this too, it's, it really is a celebration and, and a thankful, like gratitude and celebration is the way that I think about Wayne Shorter now and, you know, our condolences to his family. He had a big family, grandkids, and he was able to be with his grandkids and all his close family at the end, which was yeah. a beautiful thing, some great pictures of that. Um, but, you know, Wayne was very much a believer in continuing on as per his beliefs and stuff. So we, we salute him and thank him on with the onward journey. And we celebrate this amazing of, of work, you know, record. That's why I was just like saxophone composer, visionary leader, you know, a lot of different levels, but a lot of gratitude. Uh, let's go out here with a little bit of I didn't know what time it was. Ooh. How about that? That from the Art Blakey? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Wayne. <laughs>